listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Fifty-seven. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode one fifty-seven. We are joined by Mo, Miss Pizzerino from What We Watch uh, for the seventy-fifth episode, I believe. <laughs> right, right. No, uh, can never get enough. Exactly. <laughs> no such thing as too much, Mo. Mo, how you doing? It's been a minute. I'm doing great. I was going to say seventy-fifth episode, but the seventy-fourth one was like a good while ago. So yeah, I'm happy I- to be here. I think it's been so long that they came out with an actual Squid Game game show on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and we Yuck. did about Squid Game together. I think we had our own game show, and they just kind of like took it and made it worse. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So this week we are uh, reviewing another Hulu movie because they're um, in the midst of what is now a finalized writer's strike. They were dropping all the Thank stuff. God. Free. We are so fucking back. We should start with that. The actors, the actors still striking, but that seems to be inevitable that that will be done. But that's just some light news off the top. This week, we are reviewing No One Will Save You from Hulu um, and I believe Fox Searchlight as well as they continue to just drop all the Fox movies that Disney didn't want to put on Disney Plus yet on Hulu. This feels like a Fox, Fox Searchlight movie. I did not know that, but when you said that, it clicked into my brain that this like, it literally feels like a Fox Searchlight movie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Hulu has Caitlin Deaver in a 360 deal, apparently. <laughs> like, they're just like, <laughs> keeping all her shit. Yeah. Um, no One Will Save You to, to, uh, 2023 movie, PG-13, hour, 33 minutes long, 6.4 right now on IMDb. An exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home. Written and directed by Brian Duffield, who has done some interesting projects. You may not know that name, but he has written Love and Monsters, uh, that underwater movie that came out um, during the pandemic with uh, Kristen Stewart. The Babysitter for Netflix and also developed the uh, Skull Island TV series. So interesting writer and wrote Divergent. So that's he's, this is his first directorial debut. I was going to say I have not seen any of those films, but I have seen Divergent. So I was going to say, this dude sounds yeah. like a career minor leaguer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He's <laughs> triple A. He has, been, he has been in the Netflix studio system, if you will, I guess. Um <laughs> He this isn't his directorial debut. He made a movie uh, called Spontaneous with Catherine Langford and Charlie Plummer, where teenagers spontaneously combust and explode and die. So they all have to live with the fact of knowing that. So that's his directorial debut. This so this that. is his second. This is his second directorial. Uh, this is his second effort. directorial effort. Yes, that's pretty impressive. Um, stars Caitlin Deaver and no one else um that feels reductive but it has uh that's no one you would really you kind of is true if it has nobody you would really know a guy zach duhame maybe has the other big role as the mailman uh geraldine (laughs) singer as mrs collins and dane rhodes as police chief chief who played the aliens because they stole the show whoever the those physical body movements the Mm -hmm. they stole the show uh, this made no money because Hulu. So, you know, I guess they'll juice the numbers and say that 80,000 billion people watch this movie, but who's to say? And as far as review scores go, Rotten Tomatoes is fake. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, 58% audience score. So... R rated, right? This is a, this movie's rated R, right? PG-13. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. that makes much more sense. 58% from the audience. Mo, we always start with our guest. No. What did you think? Give it oh, they're grade. not rating it yet, right? I'm like, you can't. No, go ahead. No. no talk no, about no, it, then grade it. Not ready. Um, 58% is interesting. That's about 
58% of the time while I watched this movie, I was like, what is happening? Um, so I think <laughs> thing. Uh, my feelings overall were, you know, just again, I have a very special place in my heart. I have to say this on the show and since we're live too, the writer's strike is over. We still got a lot to do. It's part of the battle, but we're not going to not celebrate our wins in these moments. Um, shout out to the SAG-AFTRA strong and the actors make sure that they get everything that they want as well so that we can all collaborate on these films, such as No One Will Save You. Uh, this felt like the director, Brian, wanted to have a fucking good time. We're allowed to cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, How dare you? Wait, no. <laughs> and I think uh, I think he just had a really good time. I mean, for me, the, the decision to... Uh, have as, as, as very little dialogue, if not no dialogue, uh, it, it, for, for all intents and purposes. Like, it was very interesting. Um, I think we could have used some dialogue, uh, but I don't want to come off the bat being so critical. I think, and I, and I told uh, Cheech this, I said, you know, what I feel like is we got a director's cut, and usually director's cut a la, you know, Snyder are like, you know, 15 hours. Uh, but I think we got a, it felt like a director's cut. It felt like we weren't really sure what we wanted to do. And so we did everything. And honestly, <laughs> I'm not too mad about that. Honestly, um, we had a good time. I really, really like the idea that, of staying with one person. Some of my favorite films like um, uh, Lost, I think it's called Lost or, or Nowhere to Be Found or Lost at Sea or something with Robert Redford. It's him on a boat the entire movie. All is lost, yeah. All is lost, thank you. All is lost, yep. Uh, Great movie. You know, uh, Castaway, obviously. uh, Great movies where the actor just gets to go off by themselves. I'm glad we got to watch this. um, What what is it? Dever, right? Dever? Dever. Caitlin Dever. Caitlin Dever go off in a horror house um, that Jordan Peele created, I guess. Um, (laughs) I'm like, this is nope. Yeah. And M. Night Shyamalan created. short review. It, it was fun. Do you have a letter grade? Are you willing to go that far yet? Are we or doing do you not want to say it yet? No, I have to go last on my letter grade. Okay. okay. That's fair. Sure. Uh, Dex, I want to go with you because you immediately text us. And I was, I think I watched this before you until it kind of managed your expectations about like, this is immediate, like, nightmare fuel movie for at like the for first sure. 15 minutes and then like as the night progressed into like 1 a.m i was like okay what the fuck like happened <laughs> yeah what is going on the exact same thing <laughs> so go yeah, ahead man literally sitting watching this movie for the first like 15 20 minutes i was just sitting in my bed by myself being like oh hell no nah. like multiple times like as uh the first home invasion that starts this movie is happening like just so fucking creepy and weird and like uh not super scary but just like very tense and like nope nope this is about to go bad no don't do that <laughs> uh you know I'll, and that that's what you come to horror movies for is like you can see it coming they can't see it coming and you're just like oh fuck like and then they start trying to make points with the aliens and the scary shit that's happening and they did not have a point to make that I can really <laughs> tell. Like we we got into some some grief, some uh, societal justice, I guess, some like outcast shit, and I just wasn't. It just wasn't connecting. It just wasn't all curling over. Did you feel like it was creepy because of the sound design? Because that was immaculate. Yeah, oh the sound God. design was really it good. Was so the, good. The oh, man, score was, is really good. What yeah. is that? That's scary. The sounds were crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was the ten foot tall alien in the house, but like that too. Than... <laughs> I mean, honestly, like every movie alien, after you see it the first time, all of them are kind of like that. Looks kind of dumb. <laughs> like, right. Well, I'll talk about that a little bit, but yeah, every it, every every movie alien that you see, you end up being like, all right, that looks kind of stupid. <laughs> which is why I appreciate that they didn't like take too long to show it. Just show it. We know what you're, what it's gonna look. Like. Yeah, we know it's, it's stupid. It's we know the, it's stupid. <laughs> The fucking Mexican uh, little like Mexican alien thing that they show. Like, <laughs> it looked just like the Mexican <laughs> alien. <laughs> but yeah, I really like the choice of. Uh, it is a choice I haven't I haven't ever seen before in a movie where like the main character 
can talk they just don't you know usually like if a character is silent it's like oh they're deaf and they've never heard language before or, like they were in an accident or something but like she totally can talk she's fine she just never does talk which i thought was interesting and cool and caitlin deaver did a really good job like just being scared and you don't need like to hear a narrator or like her inner monologue or hear her like say what she's thinking or whatever you can just kind of see it and i thought that was really cool but like i said once they start trying to make a point they didn't have a point to make so <laughs> i can only love it so much i'd give it i think last night i said like a b but i'm down to like a c plus like the more Damn. i think about it just because like what what was that <laughs> what <laughs> what were we doing but i enjoyed it and it's like a tight 90 minutes you know you can't really do too much wrong in the tight 90 minutes that's pretty scary for the first half hour like so yeah i give it like a c plus teach go ahead man i enjoyed this movie i uh first of all i did not think that the aliens looked stupid i thought they looked cool as shit i i really <laughs> every time the aliens were on screen i was having a good time like point blank period would no, no matter what the aliens were doing i'm trying to ascertain their, their like what are they here for the aliens are doing a lot of talking and communicating, not obviously in English, but the aliens are saying much more stuff than our main character, who says basically nothing. And I was having a good time when the aliens were on the screen, and I love the way that they kind of built up the suspense of the alien being in your house. And it's like that stuff is so visceral and so good. The sound design, like Mo said, is fucking phenomenal. Hearing the aliens walking around that house was, I, I was on the edge of my seat. Like I, I watched it last <laughs> night, and I was just like, Holy shit, that would be so scary. There are multiple points where I was just like legitimately scared. So there are moments of fun in the movie. And I and I also like the decision not to have much dialogue in the movie, but I feel like our not having any dialogue has to serve the plot. And for the most part, when she's in the house by herself, it makes perfect sense that she's not speaking to anyone. That makes perfect sense. Like the aliens are fucking with the lines of communication so she can't talk on the phone. Okay, cool. No dialogue needed. But there's a point in the middle of this movie where she goes into town and she's just like had a alien, a close encounter with an alien. And then it felt like we are going out of our way to, to make our movie stick to the original premise of not having dialogue. And it didn't make sense. It just didn't work. Like her going into town and not saying anything to anyone just quite literally didn't work. And that was the first point in the movie where I was like, all right, that was a decision by the director that he decided this wasn't going to be a movie where we're going to talk to people because she's an outcast anyway, so why do we need her voice? But if you just had a close encounter with an alien, I'm going to be screaming that shit into town. I'm saying something. I'm saying I got it in my house. It's under a blanket, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you. Come look at this shit. Come Come look at this shit, shit. guys. Right now. I'm not kidding. Uh, So that part really, really didn't work for me. And then... Like Dex said, and like Mo kind of alluded to, there are from there you start to ask a lot of questions. Like, okay, there's an alien in her house at first, and she's in her house. There's not a lot of questions, right? We know what's happening. The aliens are in her house. She's scared as shit, and she's trying to survive. Makes perfect sense. I have no questions. Every point after that in this movie, I have I, I started having so many questions, and only some of them got answered. The the way that you know, Royden says on this podcast all the time. That film ended 10 times. And half the time he says that, I'm like, no, it didn't. It made perfect sense. This movie legitimately ended 10 times. There were seven or eight times where they framed Caitlin Deaver, who did a phenomenal job acting, by the way. I thought she was great. They framed her perfectly in a shot that looked amazing. And I'm like, yes, this is our ending shot. She's perfectly framed. The colors are cool. She's making a cool facial expression. In scene. And it was like, no, we still have 15 more minutes. It felt like they did not know how to end this movie. I have way more questions about what happened in this film than I should, but I generally had a good time. I think I would give it a B. Like I said, the sound design is great. Caitlin Deaver is great. And for this to be this guy's second directorial movie, there's some extremely cool shots in this film. Some extremely cool technology is used. The way that they present the aliens, even when the aliens are not on screen, with using like the little blue beams and the red beams, like... That stuff really worked for me. The alien design really worked for me. Caitlin Deaver catching bodies all over the place really worked for me. 
there was some stuff that I really liked about this film. But when it comes to the higher level stuff of like we have a message and we have something that we want to say and the stuff about trauma and the stuff about how she did her best friend, that stuff just fell flat for me. The only part of that that worked was when we actually saw what happened with her and the friend, which I won't spoil you for the podcast if you haven't seen the movie. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie, by the way. Uh, I won't spoil that yet, but like the scene where we reveal that worked for me. But every time we tried to connect it to the aliens and the larger plot, it just fell flat. Either I was too stupid to understand it or it just did not work. Like the connection of that did not work. And it just felt like we needed like another layer of the movie when really I didn't need another layer of the movie. I was just cool with a dumb, fun aliens are here and they're pissed off and they're doing shit. The humans was fine with me. But that kind of upper layer where we tried to make it like a higher level meeting just really didn't connect for me. I would give it a B minus. I Dang. I would recommend people watch it. I had a lot of fun with it, but there are some real flaws in it. But for this to be someone's directorial directorial second movie they've directed, I'm blown away by that because some of those shots felt like a, a real like somebody who has done this for a long time, not just writing stuff, but the way you frame stuff. There are, there are ten or fifteen shots in this movie. That literally took my breath away in terms of how you get that shot. And I, I would like to go back and, and revisit those shots. But overall, I would give it a B minus. There was a I lot think, of good shit in there, but we met, we fell short. I think you talked me back up to a B minus, by the way. Like, so I, I'm right there with it you. A, and if I may, you know, and that's what I meant by like director's cut. Like it very much felt like what you said, TJ, like there are so many endings. And, you know, we talked about this. Like, okay end scene at us understanding that grief is a connection. I know you said either you're too stupid, which sometimes you are, but that is not the case. It was just, it first the ending was grief. Then it was, I miss my mother. Then it was, uh, oh no, more aliens. And then it was, oh, but the aliens also have life, culture, meaning experiments. Then it was like, so it was like 15 movies at the end. It was like Shape of Water, then it was, you know, Chernobyl. Signs, yep. Then it was signs for a second. Then it was like, you know, then it was. Like it was nope for a little bit. It yep, was, it was. It was, it was nope for. A second. Yep. And then it was like, oh, what's what's the most grieving movie where somebody, you know, regrets killing someone? I don't know. I've seen a million movies. Like, I mean, it's literally it just, signs. It's like the, yeah, it after, yeah, the death <laughs> yes. of his wife. The death of his wife. Yeah, it's literally signs. Right. I respect that in the sense of like that's what the movie is, and I think that's why I'm okay. And I'm gonna grade after you, Roy. And I'm sorry, but like. I think that's why I'm okay with it being the way it is because it is a movie about an alien invasion. Why are we looking to scholarly, meditative, subversive? I totally oh my agree. Gosh, right? Like hashtag, you know, this is a real. I don't think that was the point. So that's why I think when we when they tried to make that the point at the end, it was like, wait, we're just having fun here. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it being a Hulu movie, like that, I could. It, Ninety minutes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can. That's fine. Like, you don't have to be just fucking classic cinema all and the then, time. Yeah, and then still not hit the mark. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I like. Everything is a trauma movie now. That, like, no, no, I agree with you here. That everything. <laughs> do we everything really have to do that? every single what, movie, what do you man? Mean by that, man? Everything is therapy. Like, what do we? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like, is very sad. Yeah, <laughs> I <you> know. <laughs> I'm there too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah we like, all are very traumatic. We, 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 we also are on antidepressant, like we know, but like it, it is. Sorry, me, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I think we have taken, we've seen it before, and we've taken like the horror genre, and this is kind of more of like a thriller, like a. Um, this is definitely like a, more of a thriller. Like a there's yeah. some scary moments, but this is a thriller. Yeah, it's it's a home invasion movie, and yeah. I think like, I think that or you know something's not right with the house sort of thing, and I think that we've seen this over the past few years where we kind of have gotten rid of gotten less and less genre movies and, and made it um, and being able to put your character study in a, into like, like try to fit it into the horror. Yeah. Yeah. Into the horror movie. And uh, you know, we've, we've, we've seen it from barbarian to even like the latest, like, like 
uh, Friday the 13th movies. Smile. Or yeah, smile. Like, I just think that, like, I think a lot of it is, like, trauma dumping into this thing. And he wanted, obviously, to, like, how do we deal with that? Um, it, it, it doesn't quite land the plane because what you get is, like, I don't want to spoil the ending, but what you get is sort of a recreation. Which ending don't you want to spoil? Be the, the very, very ending. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean when it turned ending? into the last scene from Babylon, like the yeah. musical for Babylon? Right. Yeah. I saw, it was 18 movies at the end. I, when, I saw 18 movies. At the end. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> La La Land. Right. What are we doing? What's, what's happening? WandaVision. <laughs> WandaVision's a very, very good companion piece to this. To go um, and just like WandaVision. Vision, it goes off the rails in the last 30 minutes um <laughs> i think no i just think that like it becomes what it is is a very modern retelling of a uh of a uh twilight zone episode and yeah. and it's just a in a long kind of an elongated twilight zone episode and i think if you look at it through that lens considering like nobody watched the jordan peele twilight zone um it is the best twilight zone that we've gotten since the 1960s twilight zone so i think that like if you look at it through that lens if you're a fan of that then you're gonna have a really good time i kind of took it at face value as that granted they wanted to tell you more than they wanted to sell you more than what we actually got the decision to have it almost be a silent film silent is the wrong word but um no dialogue, no dialogue. Yeah. yeah to have it be that is an interesting choice. I found myself a little irritated with it because I'm a big dumb idiot. My lizard brain was just like, can, can we yell Stop and scream? And No, well, it's just like, it's it, anytime something comes around with this, like I am worried so much that people are going to be like, well, you're just too stupid to understand it. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe. I might and, be. <laughs> yeah. And um, they obviously did that for a reason. And Caitlin Deaver does an incredible job and, or Dex, you were saying she's almost like season tickets. Like I'm gonna watch whatever she's in. Yeah, and she he, picks a lot of really interesting stuff. Movie star. Honey. What yeah. else has she been in? I don't know if I've seen anything else she's been in, but I was yeah. very You've seen impressed. Booksmart. Booksmart. Oh, yeah. she is in Booksmart. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. But even that, she was on that show, like what Dope Sick, I think it is. She or? was in Dope Sick. She was awesome. She was in. Um, Monique has been telling me to watch Dope Sick for months now. Yeah. She was in. Uh, she was in that George Clooney movie that came out recently that was yeah. better than it had any Take right it. to be. Take you mean the Flash? You mean the Flash? Chicken to Paradise was very fun. Also, very easy movie to watch. She was in oh, um, wait, Unbelievable, which was a I saw Ticket to Paradise. Who did she play in Ticket to Paradise? The She's daughter. The kid. She was the daughter. Oh, okay. I, okay, I totally, yeah, I have seen some of her movies. She had a really small part. She, was, she was, yeah, she wasn't that big of a part of it. I yeah, thought you meant the flat. Uh, her last movie, movie was, uh, her last movie was Rosalind, the like Romeo and Juliet remake yeah. thing. And I enjoyed it. Um, Did you give it a score yet? Uh, not yet. I, I'm I'm kind of there with you though because uh, Tej, I'm with a B minus because through all of that, despite all of that, the first 15 minutes and after the 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 two home invasions basically, the yeah. two huge, the first 15 uh, minutes, incredible. And the middle the middle half of this movie <laughs> is like it just goes and you're just like oh my god like. We're doing a home alone. Hell yeah. Like let's uh, <laughs> let's go. I, I found the comedy in it to actually be really funny too. Like her fighting the aliens and just like stabbing it with a broomstick and <laughs> hitting it in the head <laughs> with a shelf it was just awesome. I just found all of it to be great. I thought uh, she Kansas was City. cooking them aliens, bro. Yeah. She was really she cooking. Body. <laughs> she was catching the, bodies. The movie bro. doesn't work if she doesn't, but then I think they got really, you know generous gratuitous there with that oh, yeah. conversation but yeah yeah i mean it became silly right. like slapstick at some point right. but I, I just think it was having fun i gave it a b minus um like if for genre fans i think you can do a lot worse and especially if you're watching this this is the perfect movie to watch at home like would this have been fun in the theater with some people but it's yes. an hour and a half watch it with your significant other it's it, i mean you'll have a good time honestly b minus for me mo what's your grade um, I'm going to give it uh, a B plus. The reason nice. why I'm giving it a B plus is because this really is, I mean, if you listen to everything and you, you know, uh, con condense everything that we just said, this is what we watch movies for. 
you know, we want to have a good time. We want to laugh a little bit. To your point, Roy, we, we don't need the trauma all the time, although it's just reflective of like the times and movies are always that in every, you know, decade. But I think, you know, that was just like the last 15 minutes where it was like crazy. In between, we've got questions. We've got aliens. I love that this podcast and you guys on the podcast are talking about it's a home invasion movie, like referencing a Miss Picharino tweet. <laughs> I always do this. But like I was in 2020, I was like, um, damn, you know, we're sitting in our house so much. I was like, damn, I want to watch a home invasion movie. <laughs> and I watched just like a bunch of home invasion no strangers, movies, including one called home invasion when I'm sitting in my whole house. I'm, I'm freaking my brain. I don't know. It's kind of sick. But this is a home invasion movie. And come on, how many how many amazing top of the line home invasion movies have you seen? Oh, my God. Balloons. Um, what does that? How did that happen? <laughs> balloons. Did you do that? I don't know. Did I do that? I don't. Did Roy do that? I have no that idea. That may have, that may have been something from uh, I saw it. I was yeah. just like, what's happening? Yeah, happened. Whose birthday is it? Did I miss something? That's wow. Anyway. No, but like, I don't think, you know, outside of the, the movies we've said that are classic signs, which is, I don't know that anybody really called signs necessarily a home invasion movie first, but it is a home mm-hmm. invasion movie in a way, mm-hmm. obviously, but it's so much more than that. So I think, I don't know. And the sound design, uh, the, the director's shots of the alien versus her, which is very, very, very cool. cool. Very fucking cool. Like it was just like Alien versus her. And Caitlin Deaver, I cannot say this enough. She is a star. Like mm-hmm. Mia Goth, I'm telling you, like these horror girlies are doing what they need to do. So um, I give it a B plus and we'll talk. There was a home invasion movie that I think a lot of people liked recently. And I think it's by the director of Crawl, but I'm not sure where the crawl is the greatest movie of all time i just want to put that out there it is literally the greatest movie of all time the person is uh the the woman is deaf and i can't remember what uh so she can't you know obviously she can't hear what's like going on around her but i cannot remember are you talking about the one where she's a writer and the and the guy comes and haunts her or is it recent that's an old movie uh it's more recent than that but i i'm not quite sure um i'll I'll find it but it it just reminded it reminded me of that a little bit i think it's just called that director has the goods that guy is fucking phenomenal would you guys consider paranormal activity like great classic movies and why i the first one of those movies scared me more than any film has ever scared me in my entire life i saw the first one of those movies in a movie theater i was legitimately horrified the moment where the alien did the paranormal activity thing that's Mm -hmm. like there was just, it, it, it was fun. It was fun. It was good. It was good use of one character. Caitlin Deaver crushed it. I don't know. It was a really good time. But what my, I have one question. Teach, you have 17 questions. I have I 30. Relinquished, I relinquished 29 of them. What happened to the bus driver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what happened? What happened, was she- what happened to the bus driver? Because if, was the bus driver one of the throat people or? I mean, I what? guess they all no. were. He the... was human because he stopped he the bus. Stopped it and so where was, where's the bus driver? I don't know. I feel like we need his, his point of view here. I feel like he could have done something here. Where is That's it? not even in my top 20. My biggest question that is, is the only one I need. How did we see her reach down her throat and pull the little bug out of her throat? Whereas it seemed like no other human had that option. Right. How did she? How she was built she... different, dog? Next, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're supposed to take from this movie. She's built different than everybody. R.I.P. to your daughter, but I'm built different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit! That's horrible. What's wrong with me? I wouldn't have been killed with a rock so easily. <laughs> me, I wouldn't, really wouldn't have been me. <laughs> Twelve-year-old me would have put up more of a fight against that rock. But that's just me. No other human within a 30-mile radius of her that could have pulled out the bug as well. Everybody else was fucked up, and she just like, bug in my mouth? No, no more bug in my mouth. And I was like, Psych. oh, it's that easy huh no one else ever even thought about it they were like I guess this is happening now I guess this is happening I'm just gonna let it happen 
the movie I was thinking about is called Hush. It's written and directed by Mike Flanagan, who's done everything like That's... all the all the stuff now: The Haunting of Bly Manor, uh, Midnight Mass. Doctor Mike Flanagan is making money because those haunting shows are doing fucking gangbusters on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the movie's called Hush. If that, you that's the looking. movie with the writer. Yeah, no, that's an old movie. 2016? Yeah, I've seen yeah. that multiple times. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Monique has seen writer. every scary and every home invasion movie I literally love, that I exists. I love uh, even the movie Home Invasion. There's a movie called Home Invasion. <laughs> Wonder what <laughs> happens in that one. <laughs> and it is the most home invasion movie. There's nothing. There's zero fluff. Zero. No one will save you fluff. It is a home invasion. And that is the end of the movie. Well, the one that did like in this vein, if you're telling like the strangers is like oh, all time. That's classic. That's yeah. just bone chilling. Yeah. It, it, it'll get you. This isn't that, but I, I just think that like, uh, this is not that, but, uh, <laughs> But it it does have the it does have the the makings of like something is in the house and that like all of that was incredible to watch and it gets you on the edge of your seat and I'm hooked every single time any anything like that happens. Now, I will say that I love ca categorizing movies in would this have happened in the south? And I say no. She would have had a gun. We would have murdered those aliens. With hammers. Me yeah, and my friends would have beat E.T. with hammers. And guns. <laughs> I thought about that tweet the whole time I was watching this film. Me and my friends would have beat E.T. to death with hammers. I didn't tell you that much. I actually appreciate, Royden, when you were bringing up, like, or I think it was teach both of y'all, like, irritating by the dialogue. Because now that I'm thinking about it, if I'm sitting on set with that person, the directors and the team, I'm like, it's okay if she doesn't talk. That'll get the same effect. But imagine her going into town and people talking to her, and then she doesn't talk because she's such a recluse. She's, she's like stunned. So, yeah. So shocked. She's so within a shell of herself. That works even a little That's bit. That's better. That's right? better. Think about that. Like, yeah. that would have worked. But to y'all's point, like, it's like you committed to a thing. And instead of honoring the fact that it might have not had to be that the whole time, you were like, nope, we've committed. So she now. She's in town amongst nope. the people, but she can't talk. She can't and talk. And then the one time that she does bus, talk. She's not talking on the way to the bus. I, I don't know. I don't, the bus driver, I, I really need to know what happened to him. She talks towards the end. Yeah, the one time she does talk, I'm like, why was why was that the one? Yeah, why time? is this the time like that, that she does the same words? Yeah. And why like, what, what she said, because that would make been an end. That would make sense if that was like what we were doing the whole time, but it's like they have her say the line. And then it's like, 15 more oh, minutes. well, she wasn't in the wrong. Like, what's up? <laughs> what? like I don't know. Like, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? Can we can yeah. we just get into spoilers here? So we yeah, can absolutely. Yeah, we can. Okay. Go ahead. I'll cool. carry spoilers. it. Whatever you want to spoil. Yeah. So she uh, she has the flashback where you kind of figure out what happened to the mod. I mod. Guess. Mod the girl. Also, the girl. Is this is this in 1955 or I can't like, tell what year it she is. had a flat screen <laughs> TV, bro. Yes. So flat screen TVs came out in 1960, 73, 1973. I looked it up because I was like, where's her cell phone? Right. Teej, where's yep. her cell phone? 1973 is when um, the first few cell phones became commercially available. I know that sounds way crazy. We all thought it was the 90s. That's when we got one. But um, actually, I got one in the 2000s. But yeah, flat screen TVs were like 1973-ish. She didn't have a flat screen like, like at all. Tony, you know? I couldn't she had tell a, she, had a, she had a flat screen. And I was like, okay, cool. She has a cell phone. But then she had a landline. And I was like, wait a, a rotary second. landline. Yeah, she <laughs> has a rotary phone and a flat screen TV. That doesn't make any sense. And then like the cars, okay. when she was driving into town, I was like, that doesn't help me either. Like, I don't know what year that is. Like, yeah. I had no idea. What kind of car? Why is she on a bike? Why? Yeah. But I've also seen like a lot of weird movies do a lot of weird like time period. Like it's an old town in the 20, you know, in 2008. But of course, not everything looks like New York in 2008. So this is a rural area that hasn't advanced as much. So I gave the environment some passes there. Well, I mean, they give you a time period because it, she goes to her mother's gravestone. It's 2019. Her friend was killed in 2012. Like, yeah. we know when it is. It's right. just like, but why? It, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, like, but yeah, 
So we know, but like the, everything doesn't fit there. I, yeah. I also hated the tombstone thing because I, actually I, I, I recognize that the only reason that tombstone scene was there is because we committed to not having dialogue and we wouldn't know her name. Yep. And this is where I go and tell everyone, my experience with movies is very different. I watch subtitles on everything. I don't care what it is. Same. So I, I would have known her name anyway. <laughs> I would have known her name anyway. So it was like, fine. Okay, Bryn. Right. But for me, the, 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 the captions were like creatures warbling, creature gurgling, creature chittering. And I was like, these are great words. Like I see what they were trying to do. And it sounded like that. It was really, really cool. Yeah. I, I just don't know what we were doing with the whole mod thing. Like, is she trying to forgive herself for accidentally killing this kid? Like, why is everybody pissed at her for accidentally killing this kid? Like, your kid was an asshole. Like, I don't, you know, like I would have, I would have been said that. Like, my bad, but your kid had it coming a little bit. Uh, also, she's not in jail. Not in. I mean, yeah. Like, what would she be in jail for? Self defense. Uh, but <laughs> she was they were 12 when it happened. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't, I don't know what years, we were doing so She's there. 22. And He's then, like, the talking. aliens the aliens saw all this, and they were like, you know what? You're all right, kid. You can go back. Like, I, I literally don't understand I'm how the aliens not cared about that so much. I don't get it. I literally didn't get it. No, it's just, it's all, uh, they know we don't have access to affordable mental health care in the United States. And so they're like, damn, bitch, you live like this? Let's... Really, truly. Because when he was in our house and he saw the picture that yeah. she was holding he was like damn this ugly ass girl got you bent you know yeah, exactly. i can't i can't believe that you're living with this trauma maybe like let's sit down on our couch for a minute let's just Why take over the this bug... entire town so you can be happy <laughs> when she took the bug out of her throat and then the bug ran away and then the bug became her doppelganger and then the bug the doppelganger stabbed her but then she stabs the doppelganger the that's when i was like we really cool. don't know what we're doing at the end of this movie. Yeah, I have no why idea we, what that was. Or what why did we have that? Dying to yourself. Oh, one B question. That's my one B question. <laughs> and that no, was yeah. even the end of the movie, by the way. She still got to get beamed up into the spaceship. They have to look at her memories, and then they have to send her back down so she can be in love with an alien with with a human with a bug in his throat in a musical. I just don't know. I like the end of this movie makes no sense at all. I it will say though, when she when she got caught in the tractor beam, finally, that was one of those movie. There's always those moments I feel like where somebody gets caught lacking, like barely. You just like, damn, they got your ass. The best part of the movie, <laughs> that, her on the ceiling, Exorcist style. That was fire. Alien is, and we're watching that from the alien's perspective of looking at her, and her perspective of looking at him, upside down, red. It was so cool. That was amazing. That was such a great scene. They finally like, caught her lacking. Caught her ass lacking and put the bug in her mouth. I was like, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. And then the next scene, she, she, was in, she was inside the house on the ceiling with the red tractor beam. She could not move, so the bug went to her mouth. And then the next scene, she was outside on the lawn, and she was taking the bug out of her mouth. And that's when I, that's when I was like, Oh, I, I have no going idea what's going on. on. What it sounds like is you a no hater. Idea. You're not built like her. That's what it You're not built like her. <laughs> nobody was built like her. Everybody else was like, yeah, well, we're just alien slaves now. And she was just like, doing this. Actually, if that were me, I would just remove the bug from my mouth. And then she was <laughs> by herself. That's exactly how I treat I would simply win this game. I would not lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, all you other hillbillies can. Uh... Can go to hell. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this whole thing. Only to get stabbed in the forest by your doppelganger. Like yeah, I'm just like she died also 18 times in this movie. I was gonna say, how did she survive the stabbing to the stomach? Let's go. Two. Gotta get back, bro. You know, she <laughs> she built different. Uh clearly. Keep yeah. that thing on me. Got my box cutter with me. <laughs> I also really like that the like the little small version of the alien did not have like the the, the kinetic, like the telekinetic powers to like pull her so that he was just like just trying to bludgeon her just trying to grab her and scratch her that worked really worked for me because the first alien like oh this alien could like literally just pull her he's got real powers and then the little alien was just like fuck you fuck you bitch i'm just gonna change you with this house that really worked for me the sitting there to tico's 
What do we think about like the thing sitting there to like T pose for a minute? Like yeah, I, I still don't like, understand why he was. Uh, doing what happened? <laughs> the big one was like the weird arm yeah, shit was that was like voguing. <laughs> like, I was like, what's Bogging. going on? <laughs> what's yeah. happening? The little one just sat the there in the T pose for like ten seconds, and then all of a sudden started climbing on the walls like a monkey. I was like, oh, <laughs> why did she? Why did you do that before? <laughs> that was terrifying. I can relate. It was sometimes, horrifying. Sometimes in the middle of a fight, you want to be like. You the uh <laughs> have you heard the you've seen the tiktok of here come the hurricane bitch and then like the like the runway <laughs> models like falling down yeah that's like what i kept thinking of but um <laughs> no I, and then she's like she hits him with boiling water like five times in a row and <laughs> she cooked that but she she hit him with every pot <laughs> i don't think she why she had all these pots boiling at the same time i don't know but she did it because she was prepping it was like home alone again. home alone he preps the house before the invasion again yeah. um just but why did she use all four on one alien i don't understand yeah because that name kept getting the- back up <laughs> So she had to keep doing it. He was Brazilian. Yeah, he's like Marvin Harry from Home Alone. He just kept like falling down the stairs, but it didn't matter. <laughs> Superhuman getting hit by bricks. No, I just got, how did that one die again? Did he get beamed up too? No, he no. got uh like stabbed in like room the shelf. Or she stabbed him through the shelf and then she like hit she hit his head with the shelf, yeah, which was right. amazing. Yeah. She right. gave him CTE. He was <laughs> she turned that man into Antonio Brown. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Oh my god. Uh no, I just and then the then the big alien falling off the house as a comedic beat. That was amazing. It's like it doesn't know its limbs, basically. But yeah, when anyway. he got when he got trapped in that car and then he heard the lighter flick and he kind of realized what was happening and tried to get out of the car. Ooh. I just what they the stuff they did with the aliens is genuinely some of the most fun shit that I've seen on Beautiful. my home movie screen this year. Like it's, they really bodied that, but that's only thirty five minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's also really strange. Or not strange, maybe it's an interesting choice. Like, we all kind of have an idea, like, in the populace of what, like, the Area 51 alien looks like or whatever, the the little green men or whatever. And they just made the alien that and not something, like, super... I mean, there was a couple of things, like, there were different sizes, and obviously the one that that, uh, Dex said was voguing, um, they had like different sized limbs and then they could stand up on their, on their, uh, finger toes. Thing, yeah. Their, their weird toes. But like it, it basically looked like a mock-up of like a, if you ask a kid to draw an alien, what an alien looks like. I know he was pissed when he saw those Mexican aliens get revealed a week or two before his movie came out. I know he was pissed. <laughs> they looked just like that little Mexican alien. They looked exactly alike. <laughs> yeah, I, this one I there's so much that I loved about this movie and they just threw it all away by like the first 25 minutes were great just not making no fucking sense <laughs> I will say though that the la- the 17 endings of this movie were at least from a screenwriter's perspective meant to tie in everything you saw in the, pr- the first 25 minutes so now we understand how Maude got killed. We understand where the mailman came from and why she was always excited. And now we get that she's terrified of him. Cool. We get the understanding of why she went to the tombstone. Cool. We get the understanding of like her being an outcast and now she wants love. What outcast doesn't want love? She was stuck in this big, you know, house. So like all of the endings gave you something. Oh, why was she, you know, does she miss her mother? How did she get this big ass house? She looks kind of young. Oh, it's probably her mom's house. And where, you know, where her parents, like that kind of thing. Like the, every, all 17 endings did tie back to, okay, here's how we got here and here's why we're here. But I just Except feel for the like, last one. It, it, yeah. To me, the last one is unfortunately a pillar of what we watch. It, this In this context, I don't love it because that was forced. But every movie is a romance movie. Unfortunately, <laughs> I found an alien. Uh, 
I don't you found an guys. alien bay to love. That's crazy. I don't know what to tell you guys. Writers can't do anything without a little bit of romance. We had multiple opportunities to put that in there before. I don't know why we ended with that. Yeah, How come this... that alien at the end could dance, but the aliens that we saw before that were inhabited by humans couldn't do anything but like bend themselves and try to attack humans? Like, why Question. would she? Question. Why? If I can pull my own bug out of my throat, couldn't I do that for you too? Facts. If, if that seems totally, totally natural. But she doesn't want to. She wants to be Delulu, all right? She <laughs> wants. To... She wants I could technically do that for you, or show you how to do it. I I want to live in this world where people like me. <laughs> no one remembers that I killed a kid. So um, is that what it is? Because uh, just to break down, like to spoil the 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 ending ending, they they help her trauma dump in the um, in the spaceship. Obviously, you see what happens with her and her friend. She comes to some acceptance of it with her former self, a twelve year old, the twelve year old her, and then she wakes up. And it, she's in sort of the utopian version Utopia. of, of yeah. what her she believes she. I, mean, I imagine what she wants her town to be. She uh, obviously gets in a relationship with her neighbor down the street, who she waves at in the beginning of the movie. They sort of dance into the sunset in this pristine um, Norman Rockwell esque. Uh, Americana setting in the middle of their town where they have this huge festival or something, but then it at pans up at her new house. Yeah, was it at and her new the, house? I thought yes. it was a new house where she lives with people. No, it was at her, we walked yeah. out, and there was three scene changes, environment changes were hard to follow, and then we yeah. pan up to the sky with the UFOs. Yeah, and then the UFOs are still there. The UFOs speed off, and but they and but seen. they've seen her grief, so she's good. Yeah, so like, what's the point? Is it like, does she was she the only thinking, grieving person in her town? But that doesn't make any sense. Right? She's the only person with any grief. Um, she's the only why, person with any kind of her parents with the same treatment. Her parents are obviously still grieving because they're spitting on people. So like, why not? Why didn't they get the same Delulu treatment? I don't get it. <laughs> why can't everybody be Delulu and happy? Just her. <laughs> I don't Maybe know, they this, were like, you know, like kid, you I right. like you. You cook a couple of us. Uh, game respect game. Like, that's what I think. Really, it what it was. Really, what it was. <laughs> yeah, because really, this is just a murder apologist uh, movie. And <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, if you cook three of mine in less than like fifteen minutes, then I gotta respect you. You know what? Uh, you can stay here and do what you gotta do. You know when like yeah. people give props to LeBron James after like something and they're just like, yeah, he's just the he's just the goat. Is that what they did? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well, she's just hers. She just yeah, you know, like her. she killed three aliens. Nobody else killed no aliens. She killed her best friend. She just her. We just she she just John Wick. So we it's, just don't respect the her. Down twenty in the finals, dapping up all the warriors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> where they're like, you know what? Like we won, but like you did your thing, G. You like, should have finals MVP. To be clear, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were the finals MVP, but we took over your town. You were the real MVP. <laughs> she literally evades death constantly. Yeah, it's I. It's that movie. I, I feel like I'm enjoying it more and more, like as we're talking about it. Look, Even this genre, doesn't make sense. I'm like, that was kind of fun. Yeah, her friend went out sad. I mean, you can get a concussion from a rock, but why are you dead? Like, why come on, ma'am. Come on, bro. I may be a ma'am. You dead? That wasn't even that big of a rock. I'm absolutely sicko. Give me something more dramatic and horrific. I thought it was going to be like a car crash. You know what I mean? Like. I need something that, like, really a, a rock, man. You the know, Cain and Abel story. Her, her she hit life. her one time with a rock, and that girl was dead. Come bro, on, bro. The way she like just that's her body fine. just bent back was so fucking funny. I that was, was like, like, all right, that's that PG thirteen shit right there. In like a rated R movie, they just her head is just completely off her body. That's <laughs> <what> it, <laughs> it wasn't giving for me. They hereditary her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. PG thirteen movie. They're just like just do the Matrix real quick. That's really Dead. what it is, Jordan. I've seen an Ari Aster movie too many times. I right. Why are we not walking off cliffs to our death? What are we? What are we doing? I'm, I've what? never seen an Ari Aster movie too many times. Not me. <laughs> Oh, did you see the director's Never. cut was coming back to theaters soon? 
Oh, uh, uh, yes. Oh, well, I said this to Monique. I said, Monique, are we going to see him tomorrow? Because I will be there. I will be seated. I will be seated. There's more. <laughs> There's shit he didn't get to put. There's like a four-hour <laughs> cut. I'm also going to the four-hour cut of Bo is Afraid in 2027 when they put it out or whatever. I'll be there. I will be there. I will be there. I'm going to be there. Okay, Bo is Afraid also had 35 endings, but they were each true. Three. No, they weren't. Monique, these people <laughs> tried to tell me that Bo was afraid it was not real cinema. These that people tried to tell me this. I hated that movie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You got to watch it again. You got to watch it again. I, I, I had a great time. I had a time. I barely, afraid I barely got through it the first time. That was the closest I've ever been to just straight up walking out of a movie theater no, before the no. movie was over. That was, that's I know that Always Be My Baby made you feel something in that movie theater when that shit dropped. I it know made it me did. feel repulsed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would Sick Mariah it. Carey allow this? Why would this? Mariah agree to this? <laughs> Ari asked us a sicko, bro. She movie. had to sit through that entire film I... just for one joke. <laughs> oh my that God. Was... Okay, but that one joke... Might have been the funniest thing I've seen in the movie theater this year. I was dying. I mean, I had a great time. I was yeah, watching like, that movie the like whole the, time. Like, why is this happening to me? Like, what's going yeah. on? What choices have led me here? If no one will save you is rated R, we have a little no, bit. No, PG-13. No, I said if. If, oh, if uh, it was rated R, we get something a little bit more different. I'm telling you guys, what does the director's cut of this movie look like? I'm telling you we watch the director's cut. This is what it is. Well, it's only an hour I, I can't oh, yeah, another yeah, ending. I'm telling you it is. There can't be yeah. another ending out there. We Honestly, yeah, endings. I don't know what else he would have Did he add here. something to the beginning? Because there's no more endings. He thought of every ending. Maybe the director's cut has dialogue in it. <laughs> he just <laughs> cut all the dialogue on the movie. <laughs> Some producer got their hands on this. Feel. was like, I'm speaking. Absolutely not. Ew. Yeah, now the writers are off straight. Movie. We loved your movie. Get a different version Watch of this movie. I want the director's cut. I know you don't have it because we watched the director's cut. Somebody needs to go give that director a lot of money and have him make a different Alien movie because that shit was, when he had the aliens on screen, he was yeah. operating at a very high efficiency. I was extremely <laughs> impressed. I'm extremely telling you, impressed. The, the scenes, the cinematography was crazy. The editing was crazy. It was so good. Give me a rated R, Brian Duffield. No one will save you again, ever. And there you go. <laughs> no one will save you again. No one Love will it. ever save you. No one will ever save you from technology and grief. You add a couple of that lines of dialogue. I'm in. Because there were more, there were more words said in uh Coda and John Wick than were said in this movie, which is actually insane. <laughs> I didn't think you could make a movie with less dialogue those, than those. Those two are films. two two of the same films, actually. <laughs> Very similar movies. People yeah. have often said this. Yeah. <laughs> Coda, <laughs> you know what you just did there. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Coda. I haven't watched that in a long time. We need to okay. go back to that. I like There's Coda. no need to go back I, to Coda. It's I, fine. I enjoy Coda, but are we talking about a let's all let's all be nice to each other? Our best picture winner, Jesus. Like, that, <laughs> hey, there are worse best Jordan, picture winners. To be fair, problem with therapy and trauma. You have a problem with let's all be nice to each other. What's going on? <laughs> what do you want, Royden? Right, what do you want, man? Uh, to drink a lot and then punch a picture of my family. Okay, I know just the movie for you. Yeah. It's called Babylon. <laughs> Watch it. I was going to say it's, it's called, called Fast X. It's called Marriage Story. <laughs> it's called Fast X. Marriage Story. Watch any Adam Driver. I'm not saying, like, yeah, I actually like Coda. Any Adam Driver movie works. I liked Coda. I'm just saying it is what it is when you come, you go and you look at it and you're like, would this have won ever? <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, is this better than Power of the Dog? Yes. You know what? Okay, fair. <laughs> That's true. Much better. Is this better than Green Book? Yes. You know I love my Benedict Cumberbatch. I'll tell you what. Um, so we've been wrapping these up with our own little what we watch. Or what are you watching, Mo? And what yeah, we what does Mo watch? What have you been watching? This is the third podcast I've been on where y'all are ending your movies like this. Look at the what look at what we watch. Or ending your shows like this. Um, what are you what, watching? What are we currently watching? I am currently watching uh, Castlevania Nocturne. Hmm. I'm currently re-watching... Um, Wait, like, like the video game? Like, this is no, a Netflix is it, show. Netflix is it show. Is it, is it like based on the video game? Or is it... Yeah. 
to say. Yeah, okay. it's, uh, yes, it's uh, it's great. It's perfect. I've only seen one episode. Um, about to start Gen V because that came out, and I'm Ooh. rewatching a uh, swarm. Wait, on Gen V's already out. Uh, tomorrow, Friday. I need to watch that. I'm on. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm totally Gen V. In. Come on, I'm in. Right. I need another season of the boys, and then. Um, yeah, we're talking TV, right? I'm not watching. I mean, movies. or movies, or movies. Uh, what movies am I watching multiple times? I mean, or what do you got coming up? What do I have coming up? Dumb Money, The Creator, oh. um, Expendables, because I'm a huge Fifty Cent fan. Oh, that got <laughs> shat on in reviews. I, it has like a. I don't care 20. what I'm talking about. Y'all don't have the eye like I do. Uh, reviewers. All the Expendables movies got shat on, but they're fun. Did Did y'all all watch Equalizer three? Yes. 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 Okay, that's the beginning and end of that conversation. Okay, great. <laughs> I love Denzel Washington. Same. Don't what we all watching Dex and Royden? Uh, I uh, just watched an early screening of the creator um, as we, you know, right before we got on. Uh, I don't want to spoil it here. I gave a quick review on Twitter. Um, that that's probably our next episode, so don't say too much. Yeah, the last hour of the movie fucking goes. It's unbelievable. Um, it like I'm not gonna spoil too much, but it is like it is other sci-fi that you've seen, but it doesn't matter. I think it's I think it's really good. Um, okay, and it's what you go to movies for, to be completely honest with you. So that that's that. And uh, yeah, uh, Caitlin finished um the what's the movie where or the show where they propose to each other or don't propose the ultimatum. The ultimatum. Uh, so yeah, she finished that. That was riveting television so by, by she finished that you mean y'all finished that it, yeah i <laughs> yes, was on okay. my phone while it was in in the yeah, background yeah the ultimate um, was a perfect show to watch on your phone it's like you'll, you'll get you'll get the gist you just hear the dialogue and you'll get the gist. just hear them yelling at each other yeah um so yeah i did that you know what's funny is i turned on really quick because it's like the most popular show in the world now because there's a hundred episodes of it and they just threw it on the front page of netflix uh suits on yes, a, who's got a people love suits. Yeah, suits it has great. like an eight point three on IMDb, and I was like, you know what? I have never watched one episode of this show, and I'm not above a shitball USA Today show or not USA Today USA show like Burn Notice or whatever it is. Are you kidding but, me? Those shows are great. Um, it's so good. good. Huge psych fan. No, but I was entertained it's, for like. Got it. Perfect. It's a perfect show. So is Burn Notice. Both um, shows. Great. Yeah. Too. And then there was a Netflix movie that came out literally like this week called, um, let's see, it's the a terrible title, but it's called Love at First Sight. And that sounds like a Netflix reality show, but that it's an, is a Netflix reality show. It is a Netflix reality show. <laughs> yes. Is it really? I yes. think so. Or, oh. or somebody, somebody's reality show. There's somebody's got a reality show like that. Sight. Marriage at First Sight, maps. Yes. Yeah. So there is. Uh, it's called Love at First Sight. It's it's a romance movie, kind of a rom com, but it's actually really serviceable and really good. I would check I would check it out. I mean, you love romance movies, uh, Mo. So like, I it it was genuinely just kind of took my breath away at points, but it, I thought it was really good. Um, Haley Lou Richardson from uh, what do you call it? White, White Lotus. Lotus is she's really good. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Wait, did you just say it took your breath away? Look at you being. No, there's. I mean, I'm a romantic at heart, but I'm just saying, like, there's like, there's a couple of scenes where I'm like, oh, like I was really, I was really moved by, by stuff like that. So, and yeah, yes, I do the, love romance movies because every movie is a romance movie, including No One Will Save You. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I, you saw the ending. <laughs> I saw all of them. Uh, Dex, go ahead. Uh, yeah, honestly, not too much on the movie and TV front recently. I'm seeing the creator tomorrow. Gonna write a review on that, getting back to doing that. Uh, mostly been watching sports as of late. Go Dynamo. We just won the U.S. Open Cup. So look at Did us. we win? Oh, sweet. we won. We awesome. out here. We beat Messi. City of Champions, baby. Messi didn't play, but. Oh, damn. Still, we take those. <laughs> what? That bum. Yeah, he, he is a bum. He's fatigued. I'm feeling fatigued. Uh, I mean, he is Tej's age out there running around. So that's <laughs> please, stop. please, please, cook product. They've been saying, please. Uh, I've been watching. I finished uh, Special Ops Lioness this week. Incredible! I had a great time. It makes me want to go back and watch all the other Taylor Sheridan shows that y'all have been watching. The All Being America, 
that I have not been watching. <laughs> middle America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of Middle America. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Yellowstone hive here pretty soon because I had a great time with a uh, special ops lioness, Zoe Saldana did a phenomenal acting job, and I don't think I've ever said that sentence before in my life. No disrespect to her. Uh, I had a great time. Is that the apology we're hearing from all the tweets? That's an apology from Zoe Saldana. It's really her. She crushed it. I had a great time. I I hope they make a season two. I had a lot of fun with it. I I feel like like it's too late for Zoe Saldana to be really her. I feel like we would have known. She she can't hear me over the money. She's hurt. Hey, she's her at the fucking bank. I tell you that much. (laughs) Definitely her at the bank. Okay, Pete. also, Nicole Kidman, also Morgan Freeman, great cast, great writing. I had a great time with it. Um, I also ran back just last night, uh, The Dark Knight, uh, Newsflash. That movie still fucking bangs. I still what a, a great time. film. It's just, it's just good. It's just it's just perfect. Uh, Breaking news, watch- dude on podcast says <laughs> Dark Knight. Is good. Little known effort from a little known director. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, so much better than uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Probably I think everyone did, but no one did. Oppenheimer, uh, much better than Oppenheimer, not better than Tenet. That's my hot take for the day. Um, it's better than there's so many it's opinions. Better than Tenet, and it's probably not better than Oppenheimer, but but also it is better than I don't know. That's hard. Oppenheimer is really good. Anyway, uh, I need to watch Oppenheimer again before I say it's, that. It's, but... I've seen it three times. I'm also seeing Django Unchained in 35 millimeter on Friday. At Quentin Tarantino's theater, I'm extremely excited about that. Wait, um, very excited. Mo's coming with me. I'm very excited. Um, I'm also seeing the creator on Monday, and I am what I watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High uh, the other day. Hey, that movie's not good. It's just not a good film. I just wow. it does nothing for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think this is my second or maybe third time watching it. It's not that funny. It's cool to see all the famous people in it that like are really young. It's cool to see Sean Penn being a young stoner guy, but overall the movie's not very good. Uh, I don't enjoy it that much. Um, I, have, I think that's all I've been watching. I have a question. I haven't talk, gotten to talk about Winning Time, but I loved Winning Time. And I finished Winning Time too. Amazing. Has anyone revisited Blindside since all the shit came out? Was that We wanted it? to as a bit and we just never yeah, did. Yeah, we were going to. We that never did. Comedy movie? Like, would I actually have to laugh now? Like when I watch that movie, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I understand that the blind side is an entire work of fiction, but I think it's great. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it fits so much better in the time that it came out. But I really just want to revisit it now, it's like with this brain and see how I feel. It's probably it. just super be like, nasty now. Your current brain would hate that shit. I think. Just being like, damn, they lie entire time like they're not but sandra bullock is just good like she's just uh, sandra she's just bullock fun. Is, she's just i good. just love sandra bullock sorry <laughs> sandra Matt. really should really should be getting a little bit of zoe's bag a little bit more of zoe's bag honestly she be, she, she be. got bird box let me know everybody in america watched that movie all right that's not the bag remember when they lied and said like two billion people watch bird box they, they said some astronomical now, crazy I've numbers. I've never heard anything about it since <laughs> no. Like... wait no they make there's a movie called Bird Bar- Bird Box Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah. yeah. But like, is that? I hate the alliteration. Bird it Box hasn't come out yet. It was the hot. No, it's out. That's the sequel. Oh, it's out. Yeah. It's I out. haven't heard anybody who's seen this movie. By the way, me neither. If Monique hasn't seen it and Dex hasn't seen it, nobody has seen this film. Correct. No. Bird Box was the hottest shit in the street for like a week and a half, and then I never heard about it ever again. Like it was nuts. <laughs> I don't know how Netflix does that. But that's how <laughs> it works. Yeah. Everything comes and goes. And they farted out another thing. And they're just like, who insert star into this movie and then we'll do it again. So, yeah. <laughs> Netflix is going to have a very good end of the year. I've, from the trailers I've been seeing, I think Netflix is going to give us some heat on the movie side going into the fourth quarter. Just, they bought a just, lot of stuff. They, they bought, bought a lot of stuff. They were prepared for the writer strike and the Harvard line was going to last. And I think that they're going to, I think they got some good shit over there at Netflix uh, towards the end of the year. I'm excited to see what they give us. Probably Apple nothing TV, Oscar worthy. Apple TV still going to run up the score at the Oscars, baby. That's Killers true. of the Flower Moon. That's true. Killers of the Flower Moon is about to go crazy, bro. <laughs> it's about to go so crazy. And those Netflix CEOs have to be screaming into the fucking void, like, what do we have to do? Like, you know, like, <laughs> and it looked like they finally had it, and then Coda came out of nowhere. Just wow. <laughs> you love to see nice it. to each other. Oh, well, <laughs> I, <your> reviews. <laughs> no, I just think that um, you're gonna like just some 
actually industry stuff, like you're going to see a lot of uh, prestige, if you will, I guess, or even bigger character dramas go to Netflix because they bought a lot of stuff out of Telluride, Festivals, uh, yeah. uh, the Venice Film Festival and stuff like that, where these other major studios couldn't participate in that. Some For some reason or another, they could, and they went ahead and purchased all of it, and they don't have to. Their, their their machine is such that they don't have to have actors and directors like promote their stuff really so it, you're gonna see a lot of these like uh you know character driven pieces come to netflix which you know more people i guess are gonna them, win but... best picture they're still not gonna win that's best what we picture. mean they won't it sucks when you can only see a movie if you went to the film festival it sucks you gotta wait yeah. and see if you're out. Facts. So watch it. Facts. All right. So that has been a one take podcast. You can find us at one take podcast, one take podcast on Twitter, one take podcast on Instagram and TikTok and everywhere else. You can email us at one take podcast show at gmail.com. I uh, haven't checked that in like a, the last quarter, but that's don't fine. send us emails. Don't do that. Just send <laughs> uh, us tweets. Mo, where can they find what you're doing? Hi, yes. Um, whatwewatch.net for the one-stop shop, everything, Twitter spaces, uh, X spaces, YouTube videos, podcasts just like this. Don't call it X. This, we're, we're rebelling against the name X. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, quick rebelling. sidebar. When somebody sends you a video link in like a text message and it's broken and it just says x.com slash videos, yes. that is like that is like really treacherous uh, – <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah. It's like X video. Like what? We have, sir. Yeah. Then here? you click it and it's just like, you know, two dogs Amazing. swimming or something like whatever. <laughs> but it's just like, it, it's it, really the Butler. hyperlink is X dot video, you know, and you're just like, whoa. Right. Um, I will say uh, continue to support uh, the actors as they continue to strike. Hire black writers and thank you so much. Find me at whatwewatch.net and www.filmtv on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. All right. I can't wait for y'all to enjoy a casual racism at the 35 millimeter showing of. <laughs> We're going to have a great time. We are going to have a fucking time. Uh, All I hear is criticize, criticize, <laughs> criticize. When I tell you that my best friend knows when I'm in a bad mood, just send me that video. I will cry laughing. I'm about to cry right now. It's so ridiculous. I was on the floor. That is disgusting to fall onto the floor of a theater. I was on the floor. I can't <laughs> never yeah. heard. I, I genuinely have never heard a theater. Minute scene. What? I've never heard a theater laugh harder. Like it, I like it, like people couldn't breathe. Like they couldn't, couldn't get breathe. breath in. I, I fell out of my chair. <laughs> and it's tough to say that about a KKK rally in a movie, but like it, it's so funny. That's what made it. That's why I said a racism is sometimes funny. Unfortunately, there's a big the way they're doing. Robert racism is never funny except racism. when it is. Except when it is. <laughs> sometimes racism is funny. I will say though, TMNT had me laugh a lot. Oh yeah, that's true. That's on. I uh, laughed a disordered amount. I did not think TMNT was. I died laughing at the New York scene. So. <laughs> all right you can uh find us again one take pod on all platforms dex what are you doing hashtag support forms be out here all right we're out gone and closed the curtains cause all we need